how you doing in my Dr. Now voice. And if you don't know who Dr. Now is, that's a doctor on 600 pound life. He has his southern accent, even though he's from India. Interesting. So he says, how you doing? And he's not even from Texas. I wonder how long Dr. Now has lived in Texas. But anyway, <laughs> what's up, y'all? <coughs> I still got that lingering cough, but I'm back in the game. Don't worry yourselves. Um, I had a nice day today. Got a lot of stuff done around the house as far as contractors go. Saw some projects finally come to a close, which I'm happy for because um, we were I we had our gate down forever, so parents and kids can see in our backyard. But not only that. My um, dog, I, every time she went out her doggy door, I just knew she's going to take off running, but my husband swore she wouldn't, but she, she held out, but now we got a gate, so she's in, she's in there like swimwear, um, she can roam free again, so did that, uh, yeah, paid the people some money, they want to call hard cash, went to the bank, my bank was still working, praise God. Um, worked out, ate Red Lobster, and, uh, yeah, my mom sent me some pictures. She made some Salisbury steak and homemade gravy and greens, like, and she lives all the way in another state. Ain't that cruel? That's very cruel. Mashed potatoes, like, she just woke up and cooked, talking about she had a dream, and she just got up and started cooking. Now, I don't know what's going on, but it's just her and her husband. She got all that food. Just, just mean. Just mean, Mom. I hope you keep that same energy when you come back up here now. Yeah? Uh, other than that, y'all, um, some football did happen tonight. The Jets and the Chargers. And I, if I didn't know any better, I'm going to assume the Chargers won because the the game was just kind of boring but let's look at the score let's see what happened yep 27 to 6 Jets didn't stand a chance of coming back but yeah let's see what else is going on in the world Five candidates will be on stage on Wednesday night at the third GOP presidential debate in Miami. Um, I know that Trump was at some court case this morning and he was cracking me up. He had a, he was going off on somebody. He was telling them that he was saying it was a witch hunt and stuff like that. But uh, the judge was pretty much saying, or he pretty much told the lawyer, like, are you going to ever get your client to stop talking? Which I thought that's pretty funny because I used to be the president of the United States and the judge was over hearing him talk. It was crazy. That judge was ballsy. I didn't know you can say stuff like that to the ex-president of the United States. But yeah, he told him to shut up, pretty much. He said that Trump had fabricated some stuff, and 
He fabricated his money. Trump said he got way more money than what's on the books, baby. Which I actually believe him. I actually believe him. Uh, LeBron James' son, who had a cardiac arrest, is going to get a checkup at the end of the month. According to LeBron, if he's clear, he'll practice with the intention to return to the game. Uh, I'm still, like, against him going back. I mean, he's rich. Like, you guys could have him do anything else. Like, if my son have a cardiac arrest, I think, nah, just make him, like, an agent or something. That agent guy that they know, he is, um... He's got uh, way more money than even LeBron. So, yeah. Let's see what else we got going on in the news. I'm kind of just going down my timeline, seeing what's worth reading and what's not. Teenage boys on TikTok are seeking to enhance their physical attractiveness through looks maxing. They're maximizing their looks. What it is to be hot. This is what this new age youth is into. Nobody's like naturally cute anymore. Everybody's got enhancement. Nobody's like, you know either lip enhancement lip plumper eyelash extender extender and a freaking mountain of makeup that people put on it's like is anybody naturally just a good looker anymore are the days of just being regular gone i think i think not because i'm regular degular over here man but, um, yeah, on social media, mm-mm. So the apparent suicide of an Alabama pastor and mayor last week underscores the potential dangers of outing or revealing a person's real or perceived sexual orientation or gender identity against their will. Um, the mayor, he killed himself after somebody outed him. So, yeah. Um, Kia is going to start a anti-theft pin code to try to help stop thieves. I don't know how long that'll work. I feel like they might get smarter. Because it was some glitch that they can do anyway to override to be able to get into the car very easy. So, yeah. Yeah. Here's a prayer for you today, Father. Thank you that nothing is too hard for you to work out in my life. Not even time I've lost in the past for many different reasons. Thank you that your work is so far beyond anything I can imagine. Help me believe that you will restore what I've lost. In Jesus' name, amen. I know that's right. Amen to that. Let's see what else we got going on here, y'all. Yeah, 
NASCAR is being sued for allegedly discriminating against white male Americans. I don't know how true that is, but I wouldn't be shocked. President Biden discussed with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, and I only know that name because I hear it on TV all the time, the possibility of tactical pauses in Gaza. The U.S. wants to allow humanitarian aid and the movement of civilians and the release of hostages. Will it work? I don't know. I feel like the United States sends mixed messages. One minute they're like, stop. Then it's like, no, we don't want to completely stop because, you know, it's confusing to me. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Other than that, y'all, it was some other stuff I wanted to look at. That I saw earlier that was interesting though. Uh, Nelly saying he's gonna try to go half on a baby with a Shanti. <clears throat> Hopefully, I hope Shanti can still have a baby. A lot of people are not happy that she's been buying him cars and all that stuff. They're like. You know, why not get a ring or something first since they did rekindle their relationship? Some people say, why do they have to get married? It's all in all. Beyonce's twins, her twin dancers, was accused of fathering 37 children, but that was a rumor. The twin dancers. So this girl that was on the show Insecure, <clears throat> she is a 39-year-old virgin, y'all. 39 years and she ain't flipped the skins, the jammies. She's played in sex scenes on her shows, but she has not had no sex ever. Let's see what she's talking about. God, and you're going to hit your sexual peak when you start having sex. So, yeah, you're going to need a couple of men, probably. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you all went from being a virgin to polyethylene. Are you still a virgin? I am. Oh, my God, I love this. This is the most original guest we've ever had mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. And you, what are you, 39? I am. Oh, my God. That dam is going to break one day, baby. And baby, I, let me tell you right now. I, like, people are like, oh, you know, Yvonne, you're, I was like, pray for him. Whoever he is, <laughs> why don't you pray for him? You get a lot of pent-up energy up in here. But he, um. Wow. That's a big, big task. I wonder, because she is African. I wonder if she'll just get her African man. That's a big task. When you've gone that long and never done it, it's kind of like, you, you're just not going to give it to anybody at that point. 
big task for whoever is gonna take that plunge with her. Let's see what else we got going on here. The Simpsons reveal that Homer will no longer strangle son Bart in future episodes. That is over. I haven't watched The Simpsons in a while. It's it's boring. I ain't gonna lie, y'all. I ain't gonna lie. Tyson Chicken has recalled nearly 30,000 pounds of the dino chicken nuggets due to metal contamination. <clears throat> Are y'all still buying y'all kids those things? Your significant other's ex is facing eviction and has asked them for not for financial help, and your partner feels compelled to provide the assistance. Does this situation upset you, or do you understand the decision? Um, that ain't gonna never happen. But okay, let's see what y'all say in these comments. If they don't have kids together, that's crossing the line. I need more details. Do they have kids? Is the apartment in his name? Did she hold him down when he ain't have it, etc.? Even if she held him down when he didn't have it, like that relationship was severed. Somebody said, Why is he talking to the ex? Under no circumstances should money leave to support another woman while we're together. If kids are involved, they can come stay with us till she gets her stuff together. Once a woman knows you're weak in the knees for her, she's going to continue to try every time. I know that's right. All right. I think as far as that goes, let's get into these Reddits. Those weren't even Reddit questions. Men of Reddit, when did you realize your marriage was officially over? After spending two hours getting screamed at during a road trip because I accidentally changed the radio station at the wrong time, I couldn't file for a divorce until we got back home. But that was the final straw where I knew I was done. Car trips can break a marriage, that's for sure. When I realized nothing was going to change, Many conversations leaned up to it, but I told her I wasn't happy. She told me she had stopped caring whether or not I was happy. That was the aha moment. We stood up not too long after. Men, do you lose interest in a girl who's waiting for marriage? If so, where are... Were there were there any other confounding variables that added to that mix? Let's see. I've learned that intimacy is a try before you buy things. I respect those who wait, but I can't risk settling down only to find out we're not physically connected. 
I don't mind waiting for sex until work in a committed relationship, but I don't plan on marrying until at least five years of dating, and I ain't waiting five years to bang. <laughs> Most guys ain't waiting. Most guys can barely wait three months, three weeks, three days. It's a big deal for most guys, so you want to aim for the guys who are looking for the same thing. This cuts down on a lot of your options, but the same happened to vegetarians, and they seem like they're doing okay. You'll want to date guys within your church, probably since they'll have the same very specific ide- ideology. That's, that's a necessity for you. So yeah, I mean, it's possible that the date men that believe in abstinence just like you, or celibacy, or whichever one... What's the weirdest thing someone casually told you as if it was totally normal? Shoot. This lady told me that her and her sister were swingers. Like it was normal. And I've told that story so many times. And I'm not going to tell it again. I'll tell it one day when I'm bored again. Somebody said, I was chatting with a woman in the grocery checkout line. And she commented that she lost a lot of weight. It was a topic since I need to lose weight to ask her how she did it she said her husband has had poisoned her with antifreeze over a period of time she barely survived I wasn't sure what to say so I said I didn't think I'd try that method of weight loss she laughed all my parents fight every day and my father left in a rage this morning saying he was going to jump in front of a train I hope he comes back before I get home I've had 12 DUIs, 8 concussions, and I've died twice. Can't wait till I can drive again. This time I'll take life more seriously. Once I get this ankle bracelet off and my license back, I don't know what was the most alarming part of that sentence. (laughs) I had a college professor on the first day of class say that she is obsessed with Q-tips and cleaning her ears that her family has to limit her to three a day. I do love cleaning my ears. That's not a weird statement. Even though Q-tops aren't good for your ears, it's just impossible for me not. A guy once told me how he loved the feeling of wearing casts, so he put casts on himself for days or weeks on end, even if it meant he couldn't drive and would be stuck at home for the entire time. He used vacation time just to wear a full leg and arm cast. Yeah, that dude looked like he's preparing to break bones. There's a lot of weird people out there. What's the the first thing you do when you get into a hotel room? Check and make sure everything's clean. That's what I do. Somebody said, put put my hands on my hips and nod and say, yeah, this is nice. Set the thermostat. Yeah, that's number two. Sit back down, look for cleanliness, take a poop. (laughs) Check for dead bugs. That's what everybody should be doing these days because these hotels are disgusting.
some of these questions are just crazy and so I'm just reading them because it's like why talking texting to women should I just lead with my big junk somebody said never lead with that I don't know how that question even slipped over into the women's department but yeah never lead with that women are not interested in that period it can't pay the bills so it's not it's not the move buddy all right, let's get into these story times. Non-lethal ways to mess somebody's life up. Hypothetically, of course. Instant mashed potatoes. You know the kind that are in a box? You get them and you sprinkle them all over somebody's front yard. Then you get confetti. Very important step. You take the confetti and you sprinkle it exactly right on top of where you put all those instant mashed potatoes. Then you get sporks. You know the kind that Kentucky Fried Chicken used to give away with their mashed potatoes and gravy? Mm. Anyway, so it's like the half fork, half spoon. And you take those and put them into the the grass. Because those things don't pull out straight like forks do. They like curve. So you have to like really get in there and take one at a time out. And when they get close enough, that's when they realize there's confetti on there. Not just sporks, there's confetti. And then they get mad. And then they get a hose. Because that's how you get confetti out of, out of grass. That's what you do. So then they take the, the hose and they make it go, you know, like really fast, you know, like they have a sprayer or whatever. And they turn that sucker on. And within seconds of them trying to get rid of the confetti, they start to have mashed potatoes form all over their yard. <laughs> Hypothetically, of course. But man, oh man, if you've not had a mad neighbor yelling and screaming at like six o'clock in the morning because they suddenly have mashed potatoes forming in their yard, have you really even lived yet? I mean, I don't think it was going to damage someone's life forever, but it's definitely going to be a pain in the tushy. She's really thought about this. She clearly did this in the age before ring cams, but yeah. I just saw a video of a girl that wiped her armpits with alcohol. She put it on a cotton pad and wiped both of her armpits with alcohol, and she said that it kills the the body odor germs. So naturally, I tried it. I got in the shower. I scrubbed myself real good. And then I uh, there's always like a residue of like either like a deodorant kind of smell on my armpits or some some weird smell on my armpits, right? Even after I shower and scrub it real good and exfoliate and everything, I can never get rid of that smell. So naturally, I was intrigued. So I rubbed my armpits, both of them, with, I only had 91%, 91-isopropyl alcohol, which is kind of strong, I agree. But I did it. And guess what? It worked. I... I'm on day two of not showering, and my armpits have never smelled so fresh and clean. It is crazy. My mom even said, she's like, when I sit next to you, I don't smell like that heavy (laughs) smell that comes from you. I'm like, I am a breastfeeding mama. Like, I sweat all the time, and I stink, I guess. But now I don't. So if anybody wants to try, or if anybody suffers from stinking armpits, 
isopropyl alcohol. No, she didn't just say she did all that and still hadn't took a shower in two days. You're going to be back where you started. But yeah, if y'all want to try, let me know how it goes. No time for an introduction. Let's go ahead and get into it. Today, we're going to talk about the unfortunate murder of Barry Winchell. In 1998, Barry was transferred over to Fort Campbell, Kentucky, and he had a roommate, which is Justin Fisher. They did not get along. They actually fought quite often. I'm not sure exactly why they fought prior to, but yeah, they have gotten to fights before. Now, one day, Barry and Justin and a few other soldiers, which is also including Calvin Glover, they all went bar hopping in Nashville, Tennessee. And they came across this bar called The Connection. And that night, I'm not sure if it's every night, but at least for that night, they were featuring transsexual dancers. The name of the club is called The Con- <laughs> The name of the club is called The Connection. Barry walks in, and that's where he meets Calpurnia Adams. Yeah, we're just going to be looking. Hi. What's up, bro? Can I see you tonight? Maybe later. I'm up next. And they started spreading rumors all around the base that, oh, this, this news is gay. When he walked past them, they'd be like, now Calvin was one of these main harassers, but nobody stopped him. And a lot of people were joining in on this. even went up to probably some of the sergeants. I imagine it went something like this. Private! Hey, coach. Why the hell aren't you in formation? I'm sorry, I was doing my stretches. Get over there and get in formation! Okay, coach. Okay, ladies, let's get in formation. They were picking on him when he was doing his exercises, but he was just being himself, being the best soldier that he could be. This is what I want to see! 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 Things just weren't getting any better, and one of the main aggressors was Calvin. Now, who is Calvin? Now, Calvin's upbringing was actually not the best. He had low self-esteem and he had sort of like a mental thing that made him more susceptible to like peer pressure and to alcoholism. So he was very, very easily influenced by other people. When he was 13 years old, he dropped out of the eighth grade. He really jumped into, you know, alcohol and other things. And his mom made him move in with his dad. And that really didn't seem to help him. He just was this angry young kid. And at the age of 17, he joined the army. And that's where they all met. I also read that at some point in time, he was actually in a youth home. Remember that, I'm gonna come back to the information later. But okay, let's get back to the story. So after all the bullying that, oh, by the way, he was 18 years old. By the way, he's like 24. But after all the the abuse and all the, the peer pressure and just the bullying that's been going on, you know, he finally reached a limit. July the 4th, 1999, everybody was at their barracks. Everybody was drinking, having fun, and getting drunk. Now, I'm not sure exactly what the fight was over, but he was boasting about something. And then Barry called him a fraud. He was like, you're a faker, a mother faker. And so they got into a fight. Now, this fight was a fight that Calvin gonna win. Barry waxed that ass. And remember, this is in the 90s, so you know, like, you got beat up by a gay guy. That's worse than getting beaten up by a woman. They were calling Barry all type of 
very bad slurs that I'm not even gonna repeat. But it was, yeah, it was a lot of that. And my boy Calvin, he couldn't take it. How dare he gets beat up by someone five, six years older than him? A gay one at that one. He just couldn't live it down. And one of the people that wouldn't let him live it down was Justin. Justin literally told him, he was like, you got beat up by a, excuse my language, a fucking faggot. And they got into an altercation. And this led to what happened next. Early the next morning, July 5th, 1999, everybody's asleep. Calvin, he just can't let it go. In his head, all you can hear is Justin saying, you got beat up by a faggot, you got beat up by a gay guy. And he just couldn't go out like this. Now, Barrett was actually sleeping outside of the barracks on a cot, I'm assuming, because he just didn't want to be around anybody at that point in time. So, Calvin went into Justin's locker. He got a bat. He walked outside to a sleeping Barry on his cot, and he brought the bat down. He struck him multiple times with all of his strength and crushed his head in. And they figured out who did it. He really couldn't hide from that one. So, he was arrested. Now, when they got to court, Justin immediately took a plea deal. He was like, I ain't going down. I didn't kill nobody. And so the plea deal he took, he literally got charged for nothing as it pertains to the murder. Absolutely nothing. What he did get charged for was two counts of obstruction of justice. One count of providing alcohol to a minor and three counts of false swearing. So I'm, I'm guessing like perjury. And he was sentenced to 12 and a half years in prison. Now, when they got to my boy Calvin, his defense literally was like, he's not a homophobe and a bigot. When he was in his youth home, remember I mentioned that youth home. When he was in his youth home, he had no problem with all the gays and those blacks. They made sure to mention the blacks as well, which I'm not sure what they had to do with this story, but okay. They took into consideration his upbringing and the military jury. They sentenced him to life with or without the possibility of parole. He got sentenced to life, but he was released August the 27th of 2020. Y'all, he did only 21 years, not even 25 years. You know how a lot of times we got life imprisonment with the possibility of parole after like 25 years. He didn't even make 25 years, 21 years, 21 years. They let him go. So he's a free man after viciously murdering somebody. Rest in peace to Barry Winchell. This really sucks. Sorry that it happened. And um, yeah, the story's crazy, right? <laughs> This whole thing seems on brand for the military, though. The no education, the jacked up mental state. This is who's serving, you know, defending our country. So, kudos. This is just a friendly PSA to let y'all ladies know, especially the ones who are on these dating apps, is that if you can't afford a background check, there are public services that are available for us to do our own little background check, okay? I'm going to tag the video in this post, but this is my um my Mr. Potential the other day that I made a post about. Hold on one second. You know when somebody telling a story and it just don't make no damn sense? I went over to my handy-dandy Google um, typed in the county and typed in arrest inquiry. So there's a free website for every county where you can search an arrest record. So here I go, searching the arrest record. And look at that. Last month, not even a month ago. Fresh, right? Wait one second. So then I proceed to scroll and look at the actual charges. Okay, arrest is checked off it happened and it happened less than a month ago 
And then I see, and I'm just like, wait, what? Battery? And then I see probable cause for the charge type? Oh, no. Then I had to go digging a little deeper. Stay with me, y'all. So here I go down this rabbit hole because it's just not making any sense to me. There was a court date that was pushed back. And you know, whenever they push back a court date, that means that they're getting ready for trial. So I go to the clerk of courts website, which is another free website that you can go from any county and type in any name, birthday, whatever, and you'll find everything on there. And look what I find, y'all. Here go the original charge right here on the 24th. But then y'all, what that said? Mr. Potential was gonna potentially beat my ass one day. He was gonna potentially beat my ass. Y'all, do y'all research. Do y'all research. That's all I gotta say. Do y'all research. There's free information out there. Look his ass up. Look him up. And you know what I think that when you are dating and you do go to look some click on a dude's profile, they should play the spooky music just to remind people that this person you're clicking swiping yes or whatever to could be a psychopath all the women that Scientology allegedly auditioned to be Tom Cruise's girlfriend you remember that whole audition scandal thing right top secret process of finding a girlfriend for Tom Cruise headed by the wife of Scientology chief David Miscav so here's all the women Allegedly, Penelope Cruz was not auditioned, but her breakup with Tom Cruise was actually one of the things that kicked this off. It was reported that Tom was head over heels in love with Penelope, and he could see them spending the rest of their lives together. However, she pulled the plug because she felt that the Church of Scientology was a third wheel in their relationship. It was reported that Jennifer Garner was somewhere in the mix. I guess Tom Cruise used to call her and leave obscure voicemails for her. But she's Methodist and she regularly went to church. Apparently, this was a problem. Same goes for Sophia Vergara. Uh, Tom Cruise and her dated for a short period, but she's very Catholic and she refused to give up her Catholic face. And apparently, allegedly, this was the end of their relationship. Scarlett Johansson was also mentioned, but shortly after this article came out, she set the story straight. In fact, she was not pleased. She came back and corrected the piece. It was just her word against a former Scientologist at that point, and so the public pretty much let it go because she took a stand quickly. Eventually, they wised up and started auditioning Scientologists, and this is where it starts to get a little weird. I don't have a list of all the internal Scientologists that were auditioned, but Nazanin Boniati is a Iranian-born actress, and she was brave enough to tell what happened after the fact. At first, she had no idea anything about Tom Cruise. She was told she was auditioning for an internal Scientology training film. You know, like an internal film that would be shown to other Scientologists. And yet nothing was as it seemed. Soon they were asking her questions about Tom Cruise, and eventually she got to meet him after signing confidentiality paperwork, and she ultimately moved in with him, even shared a bedroom. At one point, her only source of income was a company credit card he gave her, which really gave me the ick. Eventually, three-month relationship, they clashed. He was pretty much demanding that she change some of her physical appearance and just really convert to a complete lifestyle under his control. After the breakup, things got worse for her. She couldn't tell anybody about it, and eventually she broke down when she was in her Scientology center and she told a friend. 
This violated her confidentiality and she underwent an entire onslaught of Scientology-esque punishment. As punishment, Vanity Fair says her chores included scrubbing toilets with a toothbrush, cleaning tiles with acid, and digging ditches in the middle of the night. It turns out that opportunity for her to become his leading lady was a mission impossible. Oof. We know he landed on Katie Holmes. She won the audition. We'll talk about her stuff in that divorce in the next one. See ya. Man, that church. It is something else, isn't it? Aren't they all? Uh, Listen, y'all, I'll be back tomorrow. Y'all be safe and play that creepy music when you're going on dates or leaving the house. Look look around, keep your head on the swivel. Y'all stay safe out there.